Three, two, one. Ah. ah. <laughs> Did that work? <laughs> Did that? That felt scary. That didn't feel. That didn't feel right. Hey, whoa! Welcome, episode nine of Cultural Exchange with Michelle Brazier and me, Daniel Smith. What's up, Michelle? How are we doing? We're both looking like we're ill. Like we're both coming from uh, like you know, Michelle's got really poor overhead lighting. We're both holding our mics. I'm in bed. This is the energy of Ep9. Buckle up, buckle up. I look so sick. I'm in I'm I'm in Tim's mum's office. Um, in Tangambalanga. Okay, that I'm gonna need that one more time. <laughs> Tangambalanga. That's so satisfying to the ear. I need you to know that. I it's, know. It's really it good dances. to say Tangambalanga. That, yeah, that dances in the mouth. That's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Um, so I'm there. We drove today we drove past a big house um that Mel Gibson used to own. It's a really tiny town. And Mel Whoa. Gibson used to own a house here. But the house isn't even that nice. Yeah, but that's because Mel Gibson's a racist anti-Semite. That is true. But you would still yeah. think he would have a nice house whilst being racist and anti-Semitic. I, he's rich. I guess it's more of money don't buy you class or taste. It really does not. And I'm surprised. And that's I, now I don't know how I'm going to get it. Yeah. Like you need to make him aware of what you do with big money. It's true. It's important. How are you? You said you were doing something. You came from a dinner last night. Okay. So it's not the 20 special dinner. It, it wasn't. Yeah, I guess it was a special. You know, maybe it was a fucking special dinner. How about that? No, it was um, a Burns night dinner that my friend Ellie was throwing. And it's not officially Burns night. We had an early one. But yeah, it was good. I addressed the haggis. I fucking stabbed it afterwards. What? You're looking lost. I was sorry. You, you literally kind of claim to be like, I love Scotland. Scotland is my second home and not know one of our like most distinct cultural moments of the year. Michelle, I this don't is know bad. What this, is. this is reprimanded. You're getting a Scottish reprimand. Oh, this no. is one point against you on the sorry, you're on a billboard now in Scotland. This girl doesn't know what Burnside is. Don't let her come back. I'm so sorry. Can you tell me what it is? Okay, so we had a poet called Robbie Burns. Yeah. And people fucking go off for his poetry, which is great. Done in a mix of kind of like Scott, Scotch Gaelic. And yeah, we all kind of worship him. So on the 25th of January, we have like Burns Night Supper, which consists of haggis, neeps and tatties. So haggis being like, I think the sheep's stomach. And then you kind of like mix that with like, you know, oats and blood and stuff. And it's, I know it sounds super fucked up, right? But it is so good. Everyone says this. And if you go to a great place for breakfast in Scotland, they will have haggis on the side of your Scottish fry up. Okay. And it's like unreal and good for the veggies and the vegans. Vegetarian haggis is one of the few meat substitutes, which is like borderline same taste or in some cases I have had better than the meat. Okay, I'd love to hear this. I think I had veggie haggis once. I can't remember how it was, but I, I yeah, I, it was it was very it was a cultural experience. It's great. It's a day filled with like whiskey and like you just have it at night and then it's great. Everyone kind of forgets until the day before and then they like run out trying to find a haggis. Like it's actually kind of <laughs> frenzied and manic. <laughs> I picture you like in the fields, like chasing after a haggis and a haggis looks like a tiny little skull, like a little creature. Yeah. That's what 
everyone says to like dumb Americans and stuff who come over, they're like, oh, you can catch wild haggis. Like they're a thing. <laughs> it's like when I came to Australia and someone told me that there was a thing called a, oh, was it like a tree snake or a falling snake? Oh, was, was it a drop bear? It was meant to be like the snake version of a drop bear. I think someone told me like a huge lie. Because when, then when I was farming <laughs> up in Queensland in Bly Bly, shout out to Bly Bly at the Passion Fruit Farm, <laughs> I would at the same moment every day need to take a shit on the farm and it was the most regular I'd ever been I don't know if like eating nine passion fruits a day helps with the digestional tract but it was good (laughs) so I would go into this little alley bit that went into the trees every morning when I needed to poo and then I would be so nervous and I would have to look up and be like oh my god what if a drop snake comes down okay I want to talk about why you why are you pooing in an alley well because it was like when you're in the farm you're away from the farmhouse and then there was this kind of like organic alley into a forest which I'm calling it an, an alley into a forest I realize that's probably a bit no a trail <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> You're shitting, <laughs> shitting in a passion fruit farm. Enjoy your passion fruit. Enjoy your passion fruit. Australia. That actually would fertilize the soil really well. My agricultural background cannot be fucked with and don't even try. <laughs> but anyway, haggises don't exist and neither do jaw snakes. That was the moral of that story. And Burns Night is great. And fuck you for not knowing. How about that? Okay, that's fair. And I'm sorry I didn't know, but it sounds really nice and I'd like to be there for one. Do you say poems? Do you share the poems? So you address the haggis, right? So basically there's like a poem that you do before you all start dinner and it's called the Robert Burns Address to Haggis and it's like eight verses long and it's in Old Scots and um, I was the only Scottish person at the table last night, right? It was Irish, English uh, and American and then... Someone turned to me and they were like, you have to do it due to the fact that you were the only person who's Scottish here. And I was like, oh, but sorry, I sound the least Scottish out of any Scottish person on earth. (laughs) I thought you were American for two full years. Yeah, right. And then it's just even worse doing the address to Haggis when you don't have that kind of like burly Scottish accent that sounds sexy (laughs) when you say stuff. Like, I don't have that. And I wish I fucking did. Like, I would get laid so much more, but... Hey. But you can put it on. You just put it on just now. Yeah, and you're actively wet, so that makes sense. It's true. It's actually true. Can you hit there's a kookaburra? <laughs> How's that for culture exchange? Yeah, this is our cultural I exchange. I am in the deep country. Yeah. Okay, Burns Night. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. Anytime, mate. I'm actually glad to have told you about it and to have got it out there. It sounds so nice. It's a great little night, and you know, everyone needs something to do in January. So it's not wrong. Once again, Scotland's the greatest country on earth. I agree. I agree. Unfortunately, I'm not going to fight you. So it's not interesting content. I just agree with you. Okay. (laughs) Moving (laughs) swiftly on. All right. We watched episode nine of The Traitors. It's been a big week. television program. It has been a big week. Uh, I'm exhausted. My adrenaline's been spiking. Yeah, I know. Me too. It's been so crazy. Okay. So we lost Paul in the last episode, which was quite mad. And I, since we lost Paul, I've been Googling like Paul in the media. And okay. I found an article on dailymail.co.uk which is a website I've been on twice and (laughs) it says traders villain Paul Gorton has apologized to his influencer wife after being inundated with messages from women and men lusting after his sexy character what sorry I hate that as had to apologize to his influencer wife Kate number one of course, influencer. Wise. She is so beautiful. She is the most beautiful woman. She looks like Katie Locker. Look her up. 
Look up Paul Gordon girlfriend. I don't know. It just keeps saying Paul's wife Kate in this article. It doesn't give her a last name. <laughs> I don't love that. Traders Paul girlfriend. Traders Paul here. girlfriend Kate Kate Waldron. They have a one year old son called Charlie. That's his boy. That's his boy. And a dog called Buddy. Kate Waldron. Okay. Okay. See, but he is like six foot four and like cocky and a bit of a dickhead. So I guess that is true. Like, do you know what I mean? That's like honey trap. What is it called? Not honey I trap. I guess. A beta honey. He's basically honey honey. He's basically honey honey. I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, I when I saw him, I was like, yeah, this man's attractive. But I wasn't like, yeah, this man could date the hottest woman on earth she's so beautiful did you look look at her you're looking at her right with your eyes yeah i'm just checking her out now actually yeah she is gorgeous. to be fair he is punching do you use the term punching in australia we do yeah we say that too we say punching okay, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. i reckon he's punching but you know what i guess it's just the height the fact that he's generically handsome and if she's into gingers as much as I am, then... Me too. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a trap. He's, there's so much ginger going on for him. Like, how do you get away? Oh, my God, I'm looking at his boy. I'm looking at the boy. Oh, my God, a family photo with the cavoodle. Of course. With a cavoodle? He has a cavoodle? Of course. Of course he has a... I think it's a cavoodle. He has, like, a curly head. Oh, my God. I don't want to see... I never want to see you pregnant. I never want to see... I never want to see, like... F- nine months pregnant and then like and here's the baby i feel so scared when i see that do you get scared when you see that what is in like the fact that like 24 hours later the baby can just be like out of the body and like in the yeah. world yeah, yeah i'm like that's that's too that's too close together how can how can that be yeah that's crazy that's so crazy <laughs> i'm i'm completely fine with that okay okay back okay magazine has the title oh, yeah that was well, there's no flames to fire here. <laughs> okay, Magazine, Inside the Traitors, Paul's stunning family home he shares with model wife, including impressive man cave. Ugh, gross. Yuck. 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 I hate the concept of a man cave. Like, the fact it has to be called a man cave. The fact that there's this idea that both interests... Because, like, gay couples don't say man cave. Because there's no gay, like, there's no gay couples having a man cave. Well, literally, and it's like, why is it that your styles or interests cannot live in harmony with your wife aesthetically and on your walls and in the spaces you inhabit? Like, why does it have to be one man, like one room for one man? Yeah, why do you need a little room to be disgusting in? That's what it is. It's a little room to be gross in. Yeah, it's a wank chamber that you can play pool in. Yuck! Yuck! I hate it. That's it, though. Anyway, Sorry. that's just the way it is. That's fine. All right. He's gone. Paul's gone. And now Andrew's a traitor and he is confused. Do you know what? He kind of comes into himself this ep, but oh my God, he was lost. Yeah. <laughs> Last ep. That guy was in a maze. No way out. He was lost in the wilderness, 100%. But they're like, they're in there. They're deciding what they're going to do. Like, Harry's like, you'll get used to doing murders. Ha, 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 ha. And Andrew's like, I don't know, man. I don't know about this life, which is very funny. Yeah. And also, like, we don't want to be like you, Harry, to be honest. We don't want this. Harry is... Oh my god, there's just so much to unpack with him this app. Like Yeah. He's starting to make weird decisions. He is starting to make weird decisions. He's getting cocky. He's getting too cocky. And he's I'm getting so, so cocky, yeah. Oh my god. I cannot believe this. Okay. Oh, I also just watched a Traders Uncloaked, like a little extra bit, where Miles and Diane are speaking to each other. And he says, Miles says, I think your children would be proud of you. And she says, I know one of my children was proud of me. And he says, 
what do you mean? And she says, one of them in particular. And he goes, what do you mean? And she goes, Ross. And he goes, no. And he goes, oh, I can see it now. You've said it. And she says, no, you didn't. You didn't see it at all. Oh, I love her. Yeah. There's so many pieces coming out about her recently. It's so exceptional. Um, I do feel robbed by not being able to see the reaction of everyone finding that out, though, you know? Yeah, but I still think it will be good. I have, I mean, we'll get to the end of the episode and we'll talk about our predictions for Ross's future because I think that there can be some amazing things that happen. Anyway, we're at the breakfast table. They're talking. They're always talking. They're always talking. Charlotte comes in with another theory that has absolutely no grounds (laughs) in anything. She has, like, the least, like, no intuition. And I'm starting to think, oof, Charlotte, you might need to go, babe. Like, it's just, the contribution is minimal. Yeah. And did you also see... This is such a weird take for me, but they were all just like savages eating bread rolls with their hands. <laughs> like Andrew, I don't know if it was maybe like a nervous take for him being a traitor around the table, but he was just kind of like gorging with his like this bread roll. Then Evie cuts to Evie and she's doing the same thing. I was like, is there nothing else? Now they're just <laughs> down to rations in the castle, bread rolls and water. <laughs> they have to go down to the dungeon and have some of that ice cold risotto yeah oh my god there's only a vat of cold risotto left for breakfast lunch and dinner <laughs> come and get it they're all coming out charlotte is sus on jasmine because jasmine is mean to her because she's dumb <laughs> sorry yeah that was actually a pretty swift overview of the situation i'm like obviously you know i've been a proponent of you know jasmine for I want to see her at the end. Yeah, big fan. She was given a certain vibe this at. Yeah. She was being she was being mean. Yeah, I think she was being a bit fucking mean actually. I watched she it and really I was mean. like, dude, it was leaving a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah, and I, I again, obviously huge Jasmine fan. And I don't know how annoying Charlotte is, but I'm like, she can't be that annoying. You're being so yeah. mean to Charlotte. But also, you know, the edit. You're being really it was it was coming across mean girl. It was yeah, I don't know. It really was. Claudia's jumper this episode with those huge big, big sleeves. Red knit. Yes, it was very good. David called them scrotum sleeves. Okay. And I <laughs> okay. and I found it hard to not see that afterwards. Yeah. A big ball sack energy came with those sleeves, but I loved the look. I love the look. I also love the look. And she comes in, obviously we find out Charlie is gone and Molly feels really bad because it was between them for the shield. Oh my god, with the shield. Shut the fuck it's up. Fine. I roll. <laughs> it's fine. I feel so bad Charlie's not here. No, Charlie is up in heaven, which she probably loves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she's fine. Don't worry about Charlie. If if you have to die, it's Charlie. She loves that. So she's gone. And we get like the chat to camera when we see Charlie finding out she's murdered and she's really sad. And that made me really sad. Oh, did it? See, when we have a debrief about this, it makes me feel like a fucking con like it's I just only because you're compared was... to me and i'm such a perfect person <laughs> okay dokie keep it <laughs> humble baby uh no it was just i rolled my eyes i was like come on you're on a lit the show is about you getting killed like she was sad she couldn't say goodbye to everybody she's like oh, oh my god see you at the reunion whatever next 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 <laughs> next 
<laughs> I got no time for Charlie. Get right. She did fuck all. Yeah, she did fuck all. But she did have a hot oil painting. That was yes. one of the... I, when she took it down, I was like, that oil painting did you good, actually. Yeah, it was a kind. It was a good one. It was like That was one, one for her ones. dating prof. Like, that's like a pick for that, you know? Yeah. I hope that she gets to keep it. I hope they all do. I would request for mine for sure. Mm. Yeah, for sure. 100%. So they're basically done at breakfast. They get told Charlie's gone. RIP. See you in a bit, babe. We're done. <laughs> and then there's a mission clue. I don't really remember it. This mission, by the way, was f- crazy. We'll unpack that in a bit. <laughs> I love this mission. This mission was honestly so fucked. <laughs> I think Jazz sits down with Zach and Evie, and he. Jazz is the only person on this show accurately mm-hmm. calling out what's happening. And I hope yeah. that he gets such a sense of vindication when he watches it back. He's the Me only too. person. Like yeah. he brings up Harry and he accurately brings that bit up when Paul was like, well, Harry told me. And he was like, mm. why did Harry tell him? And Why didn't he bring that up at the table? And are they all just in cahoots? And Zach is like, I think Jazz is uh, coming out with some pretty crazy conspiracy theorist shit. <laughs> After like, he's accused Diane of being Paul's mom. Right. I was like, sorry. And I'm waiting for the point. This is it. I'm like, if the fall of Harry comes to pass, I will shit myself. And it will be so... The t- level of television quality will be exceptional. Yeah, I I really... Like, in the first couple of episodes, I was like, this is good. It's not as good as um, season one. And now I'm like, oh, my God. The arc... Just, like, Diane and Ross, like, there's so much going on. I'm so invested in this. Yeah. I want to see what happens to Harry. Absolutely. We also get a scene where I think Charlotte is with a group of people. And she's like, I don't think... I don't know, guys. I think Jasmine's a bit shady lately. And then for like the 19th eavesdrop of the season, the producers are like, stand in the corridor right now. So Molly and Jasmine are like listening up as Charlotte is like, guys, we can't can't trust Jasmine. And then Jasmine comes in. They have like low-key a bit of a showdown. But Jasmine and her little VT is like, I think Charlotte is completely obsessed with me. (laughs) So, um, okay, cool, great. You love to hear it. It's so funny, but people do keep interrupting Jasmine and she keeps telling them that they're interrupting her and I love it. I love to see her stand up for herself when this happens. Yeah, me too. That is that is a hot shot. She knows what she's up to. Yeah, like Jasmine, like she's like accusing Charlotte and Charlotte just like goes on some rant and she's like, did you want me to tell you why I suspect you or no? Are you just going to chat? But she's like, I don't know. She's cool. She's a cool girl and I'd want to be her friend. Oh, yeah. I could, <laughs> The mission. <laughs> the mission is the most hectic thing. Do you ever watch? Um, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm already answering the question. <laughs> you never watch this. Do you know I'm a celebrity? Get me out of here. We have that here. Oh, okay. Sick. So like yeah. normally in those challenges, they get covered in like slime and cockroaches and like all yeah. of this horrible shit. I, this felt to me like an escape room mixed with a really brutally gross 
I'm a celeb yeah. trial. It was so, this was horrific, so horrific. Yeah, I couldn't believe, but it was so funny. And like, I was just looking over my notes, and I was like laughing. Like, it was so funny. Like, we, it's like Claudia's there. She's like, "Welcome to my holiday cabin." They're like, "That looks fucked. It looks like a horror movie." They go inside. It's quite nice. Yeah, it's cute in there. And she's like, "Look around for something," and they're looking kind of everywhere, and she has to tell them where it is because they don't find it. They have got thirty minutes right as well, so they're like scrambling. And then underneath yeah, the tablecloth, they get instructions that essentially there's a series of tunnels. Oh. Who on earth dug the tunnels? Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. Like, like were it they was, existing? They seem like they were existing tunnels. Like, if that's the case, stunning. I just was, well, whoever, even with the existing tunnels, they had to create an infrastructure within the tunnels. They had signs above like yeah. the tunnel entrance and exits insane challenges they had to put and tasks skeletons in there and toads there were t- <laughs> there were act- toads and then millipedes someone was like god there's millipedes everywhere <laughs> and they have no lights they have no like headlights they have n- there's no. no light unless so like in the barn there's one there's one light switch and the light switch is like yep the lights are on in the tunnel or the lights are on in the cabin and the people in the cabin who are meant to be just directing the people in the tunnels which are full of centipedes and toads and gross liquid that they cannot see the people in the cabin are like no we need it for the we need it for the map and they're like fuck you because shit's falling on the people in the cabin it is so funny it was insane andrew had to leave due to being completely claustrophobic down there yeah they were all trying to find these like bits of gold whilst upstairs they were getting like i I don't even know infrastructure how that worked but they were just an endless amount of rotten fruit and water was being thrown onto them all from above. And so they had to hold down these two light switches at all times for light downstairs, but then they're asking for directions, but we have to turn off the lights down there to see the map up here. And it was just a complete (laughs) cycle of fuckery. And then out of nowhere, they're like, hey, also, can you leave via the medium of a well? And it's like, sorry, am I Samara from the fucking ring? Like Everybody must exit via the well. <laughs> what the fuck? And then the idea is that there's then one person left over who, in the dark, has to crawl through a sewer system and oh. just follow the voices. No, Evie had to sacrifice herself it's at the end. It's insane. There are not enough people in there. And Claudia's like, we, there should be five people in the tunnel. You don't have enough people in the tunnel. Jazz gets in the tunnel and then turns to the camera and he's like, it smells like poo and vomit. It's yes. so bad. They oh. had to like rip down chicken wire. Jasmine was balking. She was like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Evie's eyes. If you look at like when Evie returns and joins the group after they all escape via the well, <laughs> yeah, Evie's yeah. eyes are bloodshot red. Like she, she suffered. <laughs> she left her soul down the well for sure. She's like shivering. Yeah, she looked perturbed and honestly detached from reality after that. Uh, Honestly, fair. They all looked so cold and so upset. It was so fucked. Charlotte did impress Jasmine. I can't remember what she did, but she did something and Jasmine was like, well done. Jasmine was like, dude, I couldn't be fucking... She went into like this room filled with like just rotten mess all over the floor and it just (laughs) cuts to Charlotte like scavenging for this gold through there. Like just all of these like just mold and like Jasmine's being sick essentially and I think she's like, do you know what, Charlotte... That's not my life, babe. I couldn't do what you've just done. So thanks for your commitment. But I also still yeah. think that you're a traitor and I still hate you. 
<laughs> yeah. Charlotte tries to get the shield, but she like gives up. So we're like, okay. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. She's like, I can't find it. It's too hard. I guess it was too dark. And she's like looking in a skeleton, to be fair. I've written my my notes are like the people in the cabin are being pussies. Oh my god, the tunnel is full of toads. Like, what the yeah, fuck? What? And actually, Loki, I think I would have smooshed a toad. Like, if I know, I, I was worried there. about the toads. I was like, ooh, are the toads yeah. like in the park? Yeah, like, am I going to put my hand down fully on a toad? Because <laughs> if that happens, I'm then going to have to backhand it away from me out of just as an impulse reaction. I don't want to do that to a toad. <laughs> do that anyway i hope the animals i'm sure that do you know what probably they were like off to the side in a controlled area i'm gonna check it out they will have just got like the actual shot of the toad they would have got the shot of the toes because in reality the chicken wire separating them from the gold and the the apparent toads in between i was like they're gonna get crushed (laughs) with wire this is actually a massacre of the toads yeah Um, we should hopefully not hopefully not there's handlers on the i think let's just say there were handlers that came with the toads. i think legally there has to be so they must have been fine but still it's what if a toad gets out it's very risky for the toads. it's all too much but that's why they pay those toads big bucks that's why they get that well if you don't pay for the quality honey you're not gonna get it you're not gonna get it harry did a fucking weird thing he on his way exiting via the well of course walked past the shield room and then sees the shield and he grabs it from the skeleton but molly sees him do it and he looks at molly and goes Ugh. i'm worried that molly loves him oh that is absolutely the truth yeah molly's Mm. obsessed with him completely like she is fat like fawning over that guy and i bet you he's got like three girls in the go already i don't like it i don't like it i don't trust him yeah he's doing the most to make her fancy him and i think he's low-key like getting her on side without her even being a traitor like how does that work yeah it's crazy anyway so he's like don't tell anyone shush i have a plan she's like okay i was like molly you're better than this yeah and then they're they get out via the well they're all so cold they're having the worst day of their entire lives they go back to have a shower in the castle where they are not staying yeah well i was like the bathroom situation is crazy they're racing each other up the stairs i'm like yeah for what mm. like do you even have a change of clothes here you live in a hotel outside of Inverness Airport. Yeah, what are you doing? I hate that. I hate seeing the cars leave at night every night. I'm like, no, just let me pretend that they live in the castle. Yeah, let's like and also like, can you not just hire at the castle? Like, you're surely on a big budge here. Yeah, or like when you get to a certain amount of people, can you move to the castle? I guess people would like hear the traders move around. I don't oh, know. I don't really. Right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're probably like, yeah, that's completely accurate. Yeah, it would ruin the entire show. <laughs> yeah, it would ruin the entire show. But it would be nice for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote, is, is Harry flirting with Molly? Because I'm worried about that. Be worried. They're on their way back. They go back. They're like chatting now after the worst day of their entire lives, being covered in rotten fruit. Yeah. Ross says he thinks Harry would be good as a traitor and Jazz is like, yeah, man, don't you think? Don't you fucking think so? Really trying to plant those seeds. Another bit of uh, traitor's terminology from this season, much like 100% Mm. faithful, planting seeds. Planting those seeds, planting those seeds. What else happened during this chat? This like little between time. The between time for me just felt quite generic in the sense where I was like, okay. Do you know what I mean? There was nothing like mad spicy about it. No. Everyone's kind of just, I guess... Andrew and Harry are trying to 
fan the fires around Zach or around Charlotte, just preparing for the round table. And they're kind of like, dude, these guys are basically doing our job for us. None of them are yeah. throwing our names out there. We're literally like sitting back and just like sailing our way to the final. 100%. I had a bit of a moment coming out to the round table where I was like, this is an unsatisfying way for the show to be heading at this juncture where it's like, okay, no one's suspecting yes. the traitors and it's a bit like, that's a bit dull. But safe to say, I think things will spice up a little bit. Yes, absolutely. But we're going to find that out after the round table. Also, Harry Harry tells, before the round table, Harry told Jazz that he has the shield. Oh my God, yeah, sorry, Jazz and Zach. And Jazz is looking at him like, I'm sus as fuck about you. And his whole reasoning was that he would turn up the next day because he thinks he's going to get killed. Mm. He'd turn up the next day at breakfast and he'd be very confused. And in that confusion, we'd be able to see who the traitors really are, which is an insane shit plot. And it's like, what? Yeah, that's so stupid. What are you talking about? Like, literally shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. That's crazy. It's so annoying. Yeah, but sure, crazy. fine. And he tells them that he trusts them, and that's in that's so stupid. But we get to the round table, regardless. Get to the round table. This one also, it was mainly the showdown between Charlotte and Jasmine for me. Like, mm. Jasmine was getting properly, I wrote it down as bitchy. I was like, dude, this is rough, actually. Yeah. Like, even when Charlotte tries to have a more humane moment with Jasmine, being like, Luke, and I still love you guys. I do even you. Yeah. And she's met with either an eye roll or dead eyes, like giving absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah. It was hectic. <laughs> it was rough it's to watch, actually. Yeah, they just have a fight. Nothing really happens. Charlotte gets voted out and then oh. says she's a faithful. And <laughs> Jasmine goes, okay. <laughs> Yeah, Jasmine doesn't give a flying fuck. Also, there's the meme going about about how like no one can spell Charlotte. Oh yeah. Oh my god, Harry. Harry spells it Charlotte, <laughs> spelt C H A R L O T, which I'm sure actually in French means something. <laughs> I'll, I'll Google that. Jasmine spells it Charlotte, so that's the one T option there. Uh, just mm -hmm. take a T off. What you don't need to take it off. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite things. At the round table when they're like, um, Charlotte, I guess. <laughs> Sounds like a root vegetable. It's so good. I love it. Also at the round table, we get, I'm just a girl. We get a sexy, I'm just a girl. No doubt. Did you clock this? Dude, I was hoping that you would because I was in my head like, I know that song. Yeah, but then, it was so yeah, good. That's what we needed, the horny version of. Yeah, I totally agree. It was important and sexy. Okay, so the translation of Charlotte is Charlotte <laughs> from French to English. So <laughs> just find out, coming in fresh. Uh, yeah, turns out that is what that means. <laughs> oh, it also means clown. Oh, okay. I know. And Harry's a clown. Spicy. For thinking that he's going to get to the end. Am I right? He is an absolute Whoa. clown for thinking that he's going to get to the end. Because now they're gone. Whatever. It's fine. What, what else happens between now and the conclave? Anything? Uh, let's see. Charlotte's out. What have I written? Charlotte's out. Of course, she's going to start crying. And then I wrote Jasmine's a bitch. She keeps on giving Charlotte nothing but aggravation. Yep. And then I said Harry's putting the moves on Molly to silence her. Mm, hate it. And then... I kind of just basically got to the traitor's conclave and then the fact that they're going to seduce... Well, they have the choice of obviously killing or seducing. Yeah. And at this point in the game, I think I would seduce. But if you're coming in... We said this before with Andrew, but now Andrew low-key is like actually kind of secure within his little traitor's bubble. But coming in now... 
you are roadkill, baby. You are nothing but yeah, dead meat. You absolutely know. And it's so amazing because they ask Ross. We get Sexy Muse Uprising. Yeah, we love that. They ask Ross. And oh my God. So they t- they tell Claudia it's going to be Ross. And she goes, oh, another man. Wow. Like the olden days. Because did you know, Tim said this to me today. They have only killed women. Oh. Except for Aubrey. So they killed a gay man. Yeah, and Aubrey was and the most effeminate man there. Yeah. And then all the women. They've just been killing women. Isn't that crazy? Sorry, what is this misogyny manner we've been watching? I know. It's fucking mad. I sort of started to notice a few episodes ago. I was like, I was feeling really mask in this conclave. Yeah, yeah. fair enough, actually. This has been a fully, like, male-run conclave. Like, Ash wasn't, like, Ash was there purely in a tokenistic fashion yeah she was there for like two episodes and then claudia yeah claudia calls them out on it and they're like oh no it's not no it's just because and she's like i'm joking guys i'm joking but she didn't she wasn't joking she was not joking she no, she it. was like this has been like we need estrogen in the conclave yeah yeah she hates it so they recruit uh ross ross reads it we don't know if he's gonna do it or not and then he decides he's gonna do it he goes, the, there's music that's like, I don't forgive, I don't forget. They're the lyrics. I don't know what the song was, but I was like, yeah, no, fuck me yeah. Either. But it was like classic. The sound yeah. editor was like, don't worry, I know exactly what to do it for this It was amazing. One. Because Ross's whole thing is like, oh, well, like, I want your background on like why you took certain people out. Yes. David was like, I think Ross wants to fuck his mom. I was like, don't you dare bring that narrative into Diane, you sick <laughs> fuck. Don't you dare do that. Do not be smirch. He loves his mother. This is a, a game of honor exactly and so he says though to harry like mm, why did you guys do 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 like do that that miss my do diane remix he's like why did you kill off diane and then harry like says some like really aggressive like gross mur- he's like we had to put her in the fucking grand it's like he oh, says he says dude. we had to put her in her place he oh, says was she it. was brave she was a good player she was getting too brave and we had to put her in her place <sighs> and ross's eyes just uh-huh. like catch fire. He's like, yeah. okay, cunt, it is on. He does this, he like kisses his teeth. Like the guy is like genuinely like, all right, fuck. Yeah. Like I'm, so now what's the vibe here? I'm thinking that they've kind of almost taken in someone who's like a bit of a time, taking time bomb. Like he's going to, I think he's going to fuck shit up. Me too. Yeah. And I'm keen for that. Yeah. I'm sad about Andrew because Andrew will be collateral damage in this and it's not his fault. He didn't kill Diane, but I let like, I hope that he absolutely takes down Harry because Harry's the one who said that too. Yeah. Genuinely. I think we're looking at the start of the demise. If Jazz and Ross have a conversation where Ross identifies the fact that Jazz is onto the Harry shit. He's like, this is my end. Yeah. Because how many other, are there six of them left or seven of them left? I think maybe seven. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So like Jazz. And next is the final week. Yes. Jazz, Ross, Zach and Molly and Evie. Is that right? Is that who's left? And Jasmine. And Jasmine. And Andrew. Okay, there's and Andrew and Harry. Okay, so there's actually six hundred of them left. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool, sick. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna be a pretty big week next week then. Whoa. Ignore me. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You're like, there's only three people left. <laughs> like, we go into the next week for the final three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
But yeah, I think Ross is going to get Harry. I really hope he's going to get Harry. I feel like the producers will set it up so that he does because everyone will want him to be taken down. I think his last season towards the end, there was still so much nail bite. It's a show which mm. unfortunately for the producers because they have to create this constant sense of drama from the get-go and it almost has to increase with every episode. And I think we as a viewer expect there to be this like nail-biting finale, which actually... Some of the games, I guess, organically turn out like, oh, no, just a couple of faithfuls and everything's fine. So they need the crescendo moment. I think that is maybe Harry. Yeah. But last year, the faithfuls won, right? I kind of want a traitor to win this year. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know. Like I watched an Australian season where, oh my God, have you watched any of the Australian seasons? Okay. So I should probably have done so, but absolutely not. I know people (laughs) who have like got so into (laughs) it. (laughs) I feel like I need to kind of, you know, afford you the respect that you're paying us but unfortunately i've not done that okay do you want a spoiler or no uh yeah because i plan to get quite stoned today and maybe i'll forget okay all right (laughs) 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 okay well then um spoiler spoiler alert for the traders season i don't know one or two from australia so in the end there's this guy there's this little rat like if you think you hate harry you actually hate this guy to the point where you're like i don't want anything to do with this guy i don't trust you if my friend was dating you i would i would be like we would sit her down like it's not the like he just seems like a bad guy and he's really He's lying to everyone. He throws all the other people under the bus and he's so cocky and he just doing kind of what Paul and Harry were doing, just like throwing traitors under the bus, throwing traitors under the bus. And then he gets to the end um, with one, this other trader, and he's recruited the other trader, and it's like two guys and they're like, let's recruit this woman. She's like middle-aged, like she'll be fine. Like she's harmless. She's like, I don't know, maybe 50, like. I don't know. She's not even, she's not very old, but she's harmless, whatever. We'll recruit her and then we'll throw her under the bus for the like final. They recruit her. They don't know she's uh, like ex-AFP or she's like an ex-ASIO spy or some shit like that. I can't really remember. Yeah. And they recruit her and then she's like, fuck this. And she sees right through them. They get to the point. I don't know if you know this, but at the end of traders, if there's three traders left, which is what happened in this episode. So there's three traders that were left. They don't split the money. Each trader has to choose to steal or share. Oh, brutal. So if, if one trader, yeah, if one trader chooses steal and the other chooses share, then the steal gets it. If two choose steal and one chooses share, then the, the steal get it and the share gets nothing but if three traders choose steal no one gets anything whoever did like that is genius shit like that is so good yeah it was so fucking good and so i i kind of don't want to ruin this but i'm just going to so fast forward for like 30 seconds if you don't want to hear but she gets to the thing she's like i do not trust them that she's like i hope i can trust them i hope i can trust them but i don't know they're like we're all gonna share it we're all gonna share it and they're like we're gonna steal it the two of us are gonna steal it and then like none of them trust each other the i think the other guy who's a trader i quite liked him but they're like we're we're not we're not gonna steal it we're all gonna share it they all go steal. Like the two boys reveal steal <laughs> and sh- they are expecting her to reveal share. And she goes steal. And she's like, I never trusted you. I was, if I was going down, I was taking you with me. There's absolutely no <gasps> way. And the guy gets furious. He's like, no, that's not fair. I did all this hard work. That's not fair. Like he cracks it and he's angry at Ooh. her. It's yes. such good TV. And the country just says, 
so you've ruined everything. Like you, now this is on TV forever. Like everyone can see you behaving this way. This is crazy. Ooh, Isn't that so good? Like that's gorgeous. It's poetic yeah. actually. Like when yeah. reality television culminates in that kind of ending for me, where it's like this absolute tyrant of a dickhead who gets yeah. just absolute, oh, it's so good. It's gorgeous yeah. to watch. It's so fun. That the uh, There's a season of the Australian one that like, everyone has like a secret. So like everyone's like, I was like, like there's like one guy who was like, <laughs> he was like, he, again, everyone's like, oh, he's just like a nice guy. And he's like, nobody knows, but I am Australia's longest held captive. Like he was like, he's, I think he's a journalist and he was like held captive by, I don't know, some like terrorist group or some government and was like, tortured for like a year and he's like oh i'm just a guy like they all have these crazy secrets so every time someone gets eliminated they're like hey here's my secret and it's awesome okay so i still think you and i should go on our respective countries traitors and then see (laughs) who gets furthest i don't know i i feel like i want to come on your country's traitors because i don't know if my country's going to do any more traitors okay no one really watched it here just like definitely come over and do ours can you make that happen i can ask my manager yeah do that and then i'll go on and then that'll be our secret (laughs) but then surely (laughs) we people will be like we've done a public (laughs) yeah secret (laughs) that's like harry and molly (laughs) (laughs) you'll be like um okay hold on i'll be like i hey i own a sweet shop and i live in california what what's up that would be insane dan did you say did you are you going to hide the fact that you're an actor? You have to. But the, but what if someone's seen you and then they catch you lying? It's yeah, hard. Already... I think comedian's okay. I think you can say I'm a comedian. Yeah, well, work for Hannah. Work for Hannah. Work for our girl. We're, so uh, she's the success story. You can do comedian for sure. Comedian is less threatening than actor. My friend Guyton Grantley was on The Australian and yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like, you're an actor. And he was like, I'm not an improviser. I'm good with a script. I don't know what I'm doing and then that's a good argument from an actor actually like i'm not good at improv yeah. i'm good at like doing my lines that i have learned like yeah yeah that's a solid defense yeah maybe i'll I apply for next season is that a vibe you should definitely apply for next season immediately okay, like but, right now you should do it okay can you do it also okay to spot, speak to your agent i think i want i'm actualizing the reality and when both of us are on the bbc together what if we get all of our friends to do it and then it's just our friends <laughs> oh sorry Uh, that would make incredible television as well are you fucked (laughs) really funny that would be incredibly good and our relationships would be irrevocably changed and ruined which is funny (laughs) (laughs) damaged for the rest of our lives yeah we it's like when you go into ikea full of hope and then you leave like divorced like it would be the exact same thing like yeah we'd go in the best of friends and we'd leave with huge, <laughs> huge gaping emotional wounds with each other. <laughs> That's good. I think it's a good idea. Okay, great. Well, see you on season three. See you on season three. <laughs> see you on season three. All right. I'm excited for the reign of Ross. Let's go. Let's go. Episode 10. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for another week of, like, this is the final week. I know. Gird your loins. I, my loins are girded. I have, yeah. I got double girding on my loins. I don't even know what the gird is, but I want to have three of them. I need three girds on my loins. Do you have Amazon Thanks. Prime? 
Oh, do you know I don't? Do you know what? Neither do I. But we'll have a friend that has it and I'll That's good. some good for your loins. I think both of us not having Amazon Prime like makes me feel good. Yeah, I think Serene, actually they that always makes us there's always headlines being like sinks. Amazon Prime robot workshop like in like kill. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like they have like a weird <laughs> amount of robot murders on their hands. In the these, funny like, thing is that like I you didn't say full sentence, but I do know what you mean. Right? Yeah, I didn't. Sorry, that was me literally speaking like <laughs> malfunctioning AI. Ironically, I know robot warehouse kill man, but they do. Uh, sorry. Are we not investigating that? Should we make this an investigative podcast about human rights issues? Yeah, I think we probably should actually. Let's you think just if anyone's going to take that now. on, that's us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's us. We can take on the responsibility. Two of the I'm greatest minds it. on the case. <laughs> Is this like the Minority Report or like iRobot or something? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I haven't perfect. seen either of those movies. By the way, isn't that insane? I know. To reference them like what a oh, psychopath. I, no, I think I do that all the time. I reference okay, every. Dude. I've never seen a movie in my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, oh my god, like blank, and people are like, oh my god, yeah. Do you like the scene when you're? And I was like, oh, I'm in too deep. Sorry, I should never have referenced <laughs> it. I do not know this movie. I've never seen it. Well, it's good that you do that general... because I just I do this thing in my brain where I go, oh no, you're gonna have to pretend for the rest of your life that you've seen that movie whenever you see. Yes, that you're gonna have to keep talking about that movie, and it's gonna be so annoying. You might as well just watch the movie, and then I don't watch the movie. I just never do. I did that with Midsummer, and I was like, oof, that's giving Midsummer energy. And then someone was like, right, and then like really went into the film with me, and I was like, oh, I fucked it. I've actively <laughs> fucked it. Nope. I was there like, yeah, it's scary, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, you should watch yeah, Midsummer. This is a Midsummer podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're ter- we're changing it into a. Mid- we're not even gonna do the last three apps. We're now just a Midsummer <laughs> podcast. We're just gonna watch Midsummer. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. I love you guys. We might have a really cool guest on next week if their PR team Whoa. doesn't say not to come on. <laughs> yeah, <Ooh. laughs> which I think listening to any prior episode, they'd be like, "This feels like a bad move for you to do." <laughs> Te- uh, Tim, can we guests. do like a Jason Derulo like pew, 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 over the exciting guest bit? Jason Derulo. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we yeah, Tim, do thick. it. Yeah, Tim, do it. Fucking do it. Potentially exciting <laughs> guest. <laughs> Okay, that's enough. All right. Wait, no, wait. Subscribe. Five stars. Five and write stars. Write a review. Write it if down. If we've never made out and you haven't given it five stars, then like that's bad because I know I kiss real good and I'm a five star. You know. I agree. A try. A triumph. The Scotsman. A triumph. Says the Scotsman. Yeah. Five stars. Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And see you next week for the fucking finale. Big guess. Beep, 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 beep.